Hallelujah. We oh, are God. back. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, good Welcome start. back to Holy shit, that was bad. <laughs> a new episode of Last Call Lambo. I am one of your hosts, Monty Moore, and I am joined as always by Aaron Alice. And this week we are joined by a a four-time returning guest. This might this is the record, I believe. I think this is five. Yeah, this five. Is, yeah, this is it's it, it's at least four. It might be five. I don't know. I drink okay. a lot when I'm around you guys. So <laughs> you don't remember? We've never met. <laughs> so we are we are joined yet again by Matub. And how are you guys today? I'm fantastic. My boyfriend's out of town. It's great. I don't <laughs> reason- get his stupid face all week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I miss him a lot. I'm very emotional, de- emotionally dependent. I'm in ruins. If he doesn't come back, I might throw myself in, into traffic. <laughs> Jesus, that's morbid. God I'm mad you can call me Matub. I'm currently stationed in, in Kansahoma. <laughs> I, I got to do my drink too. Um, and things have been going okay for me this week, except for it's currently Thursday night football which means that the DSL connection that feeds our house is both doing our stream and streaming Amazon prime on our 1080p TV downstairs. And it seems that that is winning the bandwidth war. So if I cut <laughs> in and out, I apologize. It's, um, yeah, I just it's did a speed the... test. I'm, I'm, well, I'm getting 1.3 megs down and 0. 0.3 <laughs> megs up. So I apologize. In advance. Remember, Why don't you remember plug into when... a, Oop, go ahead. Remember when that used to be awesome, though? It used right. to be like, holy shit, 1.3. Oh, my God. I remember the first time I, I had a buddy who had uh, broadband internet in 2001, and we, we got onto Kazaa, and we're downloading oh a movie at we're downloading a movie at 85 kbps and we're like, <laughs> this movie's going to download in like four hours. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, I remember we're- downloading movies, and it'd take like three days. When we're back from school, we can watch half. <laughs> Actually, so, it was one of those movies that was cut into two halves so you could put it on a VCD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is that is nostalgia right there. Yeah. We're old so, as fuck. Yeah, yeah was, we will. It, it was the new guy starring DJ Qualls. <laughs> oh, oh well, my I mean, God. That's, that's, that's worth the wait. That is a masterpiece. I have not thought so. about that movie in, in eternity. <laughs> So we will probably have a couple instances where we talk over each other, but that's okay. We we will make do with said audio issues. But yeah, so anytime I interrupt, you can just be like, "He has risen. He has risen indeed." <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> so in honor of I forgot the, how much Matub makes this fucking drink. In order of the pack, in honor of the Packers opponent this week, the Saints. We are going with any religion reference joke or pun so far be it for us for us to be a blasphemous group but that will be us tonight for starters though what are you guys drinking um it is like national i think sunday is like national cherries jubilee day or some shit i don't know i've got (laughs) cherry sparkling water with vodka and a little like a couple of um cocktail cherries the little the cocktail cherry syrup so did you get the 
Are they the good cherries or do you get like maraschinos? They're the good ones. The Luxardos? Yes. They're not that brand, but. Oh, Luxardo cherry. This is a man who enjoys his old fashions. (laughs) He's standing for Luxardo cherries. Yes. So I am just doing. Oh, I see. We're talking over each other already. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go first. I got. I'm. I'm just having some Elijah Craig rye with some bitters in it. I went simple. I am uh, drinking of Weller Special Reserve because mm-hmm. Kansas, uh, while missing internet, has a really great whiskey selection. It's a big ass bottle. He's got literally. Well, if he tweeted about it yesterday, so. Go to his Twitter. Yes, it, it is 1.75 liters. It is it's it's a lot. But it's yeah. it's a house bottle. So after this podcast, whatever is left is going to be donated to the, the Kansahoma frat house. Oh. Um what would bourbon be if it's not Jesus's blood or what would it be? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to say, uh, make make a joke. Uh it's, it feels a little forced. You could you could go with like a like a bread and fish joke. Or like, like he has multiplied his his bottles. <laughs> Here we go. You put it together for me. Also, or you can just say if you drink enough of it, you'll he's in timeout. As, seriously, he looks. Like, I'm as yeah. close to my router as I can possibly be. Yeah, he's literally sitting on the floor. The sacrifice. <laughs> so. If you are joining us for the first time, what we do on this show is we build a drink. So we start out with the booze, which is the most important. Now that we're into the season, it's going to be game previews 99% of the time. Then we also have the mixer, still somewhat related to the Packer game upcoming, but also uh, sometimes we'll throw in some other around the NFL stuff. And then we get into the garnish at the end, which that's off the rails, no holds barred. And that's why people actually show up for the show. Right. <laughs> so... For starters, the last time I was on the do, show, the garnish do... took two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure was... if we averaged it out, if we averaged it out every time that he's uh, he's the guest, I think we have our longest shows. I feel like. Yeah. Well, last week it was an hour forty-five with Dusty, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we do. We do have one last look back to the previous game, so would give one last word and kind of a little bit of commentary on what happened in Atlanta on Sunday. So we will start with Matub. What was your one word to sum up that Falcons game? She. <laughs> that, that's pretty accurate to be honest. Solid. Solid. <laughs> I had, uh, I had microcosm because I feel like that kind of game is going to kind of be a microcosm of the season. They're, they're going to look good for long stretches of a game, but they might blow late leads because they're young, they're a younger team. They don't know how to finish games yet. And hopefully not, we're not blowing too many double digit fourth quarter leads, but you're going to have games slip away like that just because they don't know how to close them yet. Um, mine is very simple. I don't have anything clever, just, um, learning. Like it was just a learning experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, if you would have 
said to any of us, oh, the Packers lost to the Falcons, no one would have been shocked. It's just the fact that they had a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter or a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter is the annoying right. part. So right. the, pro- the process of losing the game was more annoying than the fact that they lost the game, in my opinion. Right. All right, so we will jump in now. So we got the Saints this week. I This is kind of like an interesting game because – We've all said multiple times on our own that, you know, the Packers defense is going to have to like kind of carry the team early, just like they was supposed to last year. Mm-hmm. They better be able to do it against the Saints because they're down their top two running backs. Their offensive line is not very good. And the, the Saints defense is probably going to be one of the tougher ones the Packers face. So everyone's already kind of on the edge of their seat and frustrated and annoyed at Joe Barry in the defense if they don't have a good showing on Sunday, people are really going to start to go off the rails with their anger online and everywhere else. Pretty much. Yeah, man, <laughs> we're, we're going to take Joe Barry and we're going to nail that fucker to a cross. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I I was wondering how long it would take before we got a crucifix reference. We didn't even make it 10 minutes. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, yeah. I mean, and that's, this Saints team is very confusing because I don't know. I, I don't like, they're not good. So, but they have some aspects that could, they don't match up well in certain aspects with the Packers, but they match up well, like in the passing game when the back with the Packers on like the passing game in both sides of the ball. But yeah. then there's the running game that is not great. And the, who the fuck knows what that is. And it, the whole AJ Dillon thing and Aaron Jones did, you know, return to practice a little bit today but he was limited i'm still very pessimistic about it um so i'm very con- i'm mostly just concerned about the running game on the both on both sides of the ball at this point it it's just needs they got to do something i don't know like about you guys so matub what do you think if this game wasn't in green bay i would feel a lot i would feel a lot worse about it even if like we're talking same players out versus playing i would feel way worse about the the prospect of winning this game Right. So we've talked about grass versus turf enough this week. Oh, grass really seems to be the great, the great equalizer. It is like if one team has a speed advantage, they tend to lose it on grass. Um, so basically, I in a very roundabout way, maybe AJ Dillon won't fall down on third and one, and we'll actually maybe. <laughs> You it will equalize faith, him to a functional running back. Yeah. I finally got one in. Um, but Calm down, George Michael. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with something else. <laughs> shut my mouth. <laughs> they, I mean, in my opinion, it's just the Saints haven't looked very good, to be honest. I mean, they mm-hmm. they barely beat what I assume will be a bad Titans team this year at home. And then, you know, they didn't look that great against the 0-2 Panthers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the Packers, they've been on the road for two weeks. They're all, you know, they're psyched up. They're juiced to play at home. The crowd is going to be insanely turned up on Sunday, I I would hope so. (laughs) I thought you were going to say turned on. (laughs) (laughs) I also thought you were going to say turned on. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what? The crowd probably still will, though. So. Yeah, I mean, they probably will be. The, the home opener atmosphere is always, like, completely different. I, I just think that they're getting what is a pretty good team with a good matchup for, because again, like the Packers need to get right on defense. Like I know it's only week three. We're, we're already overreacting, but it's not like this is the first slow start the defense has had recently. Like we're used to this by now and they really need to have a good showing. And this is a team because of how injured they are. And because of what their offensive line is like against more so against the pass than against the run it sets up well for them to actually have a decent game. Um, sorry, I didn't know if Matub was going to talk. Like <laughs> <laughs> to wait. Actually, I got a good idea. We should have him do a visual cue, and he's going to say something. Yeah. He'll go like he raises his hand, Make and then we'll be, yeah, we'll know not. We'll know not to say anything. <laughs> When I am about to speak, I will just put my drink in front of the camera. There we go. And yeah. Count to three. There we go. And then I Perfect. will start speaking. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I, I mean, I'm really excited for this game just for Jordan Love, just to be starting his first game at Lambeau. Um, playing at Lambeau, like, at, like, I mean, I know he's, you know, been in garbage time, but actually, like, yeah. playing at Lambeau as QB1 is, like, super exciting. Um and it, it, I don't know. The offensive line looked okay. They were, they've been okay on passing, but obviously running their run blocking was atrocious. And so there's been all the fights about AJ Dillon and um, kids. Twitter's just fighting itself this week. As per usual, we are full in full swing of the season, ladies and gentlemen, uh, over AJ Dillon and what people want to do with him. He's, he's looked pretty bad, but he, the offensive line is not giving him any help either. So I, I think Jordan, I'm excited for Jordan Love. I'm not excited for the, the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I really feel like this is a good chance for Jordan Love to just kind of take the reins and go, I am the way and the truth. <laughs> and no one comes through Lambo except through me. <laughs> is that a religious thing? <laughs> my... Yeah. I uh, yeah I a, mean a John fourteen six <laughs> John sixty nine <laughs> when nice. yeah when he comes when when he comes running out onto the field it's gonna be like when Jesus came out of the tomb after three days and everyone was excited to see him yep I can't believe we talked about grass like five minutes ago and no one said something about Easter grass <laughs> is Easter grass a specific Type? <laughs> well, like the, you know what you put in like an Easter yeah, basket. It's, it, it's a crossbreed of uh, it's a crossbreed of sesame and Afghani white widow and microplastics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have believed you. <laughs> no, man. We we no. So we're we're gonna have to be worried about uh, people talking about Jordan Love getting in with the harlots after he gets popular. You know, he's gonna find his own Mary Magdalene. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, I I mean Do you guys think it's weird? Like first of all, let me ask this. Do you guys think it's weird they don't have captains? Yeah, I don't I I I thought about that like a week ago and I was like, "Oh, I feel like they never announced who the captains were." And then I meant to look into it, but of course forgot because I have I mean, like each but 
it, yeah. it's just weird on a team where you have a clearly defined, you know, era shift at not only quarterback, but like they're making a dedicated effort clearly to, clearly to get younger. Yeah. It's just odd. They don't have any captains at all. And like, I haven't heard if anyone has asked like Matt LaFleur, why they haven't chosen any captains. They asked him, I think today. It's well, it's, it's implied because you have, you have Jordan love and the 10 other guys on the field. Plus the, um, tackle swing tackle that they have between Bakhtiari, Yosh and uh Rashid. Rashid so Walker. you have Love and his 12 disciples. God damn it. Leave. I knew that I knew that shit was coming. I knew that shit was coming. A. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have too you... much to drink to do that much math. Gonna... <laughs> that was very impressive. I'm paying 30 pieces of silver to get you kicked off this show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck, I just I finished my drink. I gotta... <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, like, I don't think it's weird that they don't have any necessarily, but, like, I do think it's, like, it, they're clearly doing it for a specific reason because right. I'd be surprised if there were other teams in the league right now that don't have any captains. Well, what LaFleur said today, I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but he said something like he wants to, you're going to have to wait in the dump. <laughs> in the middle of talking i'm not waiting damn it (laughs) (laughs) but he made a comment about how he wants to see somebody step up and that they were going to wait a couple weeks into the season to see like to that okay because there's so many young guys they want to see because i I just don't think they have a good feel for who is in the locker room right now (laughs) sorry go ahead okay so i'm going to make a reference and i promise you this is not a bit or a pun or whatever (laughs) but um it is so we were with with our discussions with our discussions of early 2000s culture i'm that's where i'm my head is at right now have you ever seen drumline with nick cannon of course (laughs) do you remember the tagline of of the the drumline movie what the whole theme was no all i remember is that are you making love to the drum scene yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gotta love yes. no, no. No. <laughs> so the the whole the whole point of that movie was Nick Cannon is not more important than the rest of the line. One band, one sound. Sound, oh. yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, this isn't this isn't hard, right? I mean, is anyone gonna be surprised when the captains end up being Jordan Love, Aaron Jones, Jair, uh Jair? Elton Jenkins, yeah, Keyshawn Nixon, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like the Mm -hmm. people, like it's pretty obvious who they're going to be. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just, I do kind of, I guess him saying that though is kind of cool. Like you're going to have to earn it, even it's already kind of implied. So that makes them. I mean, is is this is this not the plot? Is this not the plot to the Mighty Ducks? When, yeah, like, it is hey, Bombay gave Charlie that. Seat. It is actually. He's got to earn that seat. I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder if Lafleur like watched the Mighty Ducks like right before the season. He's like, <laughs> we're not doing captains yet. We're not doing captains yet. Yeah, okay, so that was that was Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks three, because they're yeah. in high school, right? That's the one where, yep. when Conway has to earn his seat. Hey, you know what though? If Jordan Love, if his ceiling is Charlie Conway, I will take it. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Was was uh was Keenan doing the knuckle puck in Mighty Ducks two or three? 
Uh, Mighty Ducks 2 is because they found him playing street hockey in New York while yes. they were doing the Youth Olympics thing. That's, that's uh, right. 3 is when they went all went to prep school. Yeah. <laughs> and I, oh. so, like, I also want to say, like, about this game that I'm kind of disappointed, even though it's a, you know, it's a positive for the Packers, but I'm disappointed that we're not going to get Jamal Williams in this game. Yeah, that like, sucks. Yeah, he's he is a... He's an all-time Packer, no matter what team, other teams he plays for, in my opinion. And I would have liked to have seen him be able to play at Lambeau, like because you know he's going to be, well, so you know he's going to be in a good mood before the game. Well, I heard a rumor that it wasn't actually a lower extremity injury that he was out with a hand injury. It was described as stigmata. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was actually on the injury report? That'd be so freaky. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He just randomly has been bleeding from his hands all week. <laughs> <laughs> um. I. I think. Uh. It also just would have been cool if him and Aaron Jones, like on, like those two, because I know. Yeah. They're both still incredibly close. Um. And with you know Aaron Jones being questionable at this point, fucking sucks. So if neither of them are on the field. That would just be a huge bummer. How sad. Yeah. It. It's really annoying and unfortunate that you know we're only three weeks into this season literally two weeks ago going into week one the Packers had arguably the best offensive line in the NFL or at least the deepest mm-hmm. in the entire league and now we're in week three and we're extremely testing that depth already because Jenkins is going to be out a few weeks mm-hmm. Akhtiari who knows if he's going to play it doesn't sound like he is so you're immediately testing that depth that was such a huge benefit to you. And like, we haven't even really seen, we have not seen this offense completely play together yet. And we're still not going to see it. And we're going to be a month into the season. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, cause yeah, it's, it's also just rough because they're also missing their number one wide receiver and their number yeah. one running back. Like they're missing their best offensive players outside of Jordan love. Like it, which is just brutal, which is, there is some positivity though, because the offense is still kind of humming for the most part with a couple of errors. Yeah. But I mean, the, the it's looked is- better. It's looked better than it has any right to considering who's been missing significant. Time, it already looks better than last year, but <laughs> yeah, especially in the yeah, red zone. Really, so, I mean, yeah, Jordan, Jordan love is running the offense as intended, but like to really get a deep threat, it is going to take divine intervention. God it's going it. to need a miracle I, I just had, there was to bring something. Christian Watson back. He is down with the lepers and we <laughs> must raise. <laughs> You. We're you know what, we're gonna you're we're gonna, delivering a sermon for God's sakes. We're gonna cast oh, you did, out. Did you guys know that I'm? Did you guys know that I'm legally a reverend? Is that is that something you guys no. knew about me? Wait, what? Are you just dropping that so we have to drink? Uh, uh, yeah, sure, drink. But I'm ordained in three <laughs> religions. Cheers. That's awesome. What a flex. I'm, a, I'm I'm gonna dip some communion wafers in my bourbon for that one. <laughs> <laughs> The body of Christ, go forth with peace, my child. <laughs> the body of Christ is drunk as fuck. Yeah, no, so I, I mean, so if if I can get pulled over for having a 0.08 blood alcohol content, and Jesus's blood alcohol content <laughs> is 13 ABV, how come I'm the asshole? Well, I don't think Jesus was driving. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, or was he? Who knows? I mean, I, I do think, though, about, like, specifically, we were talking about the offense. Like, it, it has been better than it has any right to have been so far, missing its two most dynamic playmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder, though, how close we are. Because it, it, it seems to be a constant that people have been saying, the offense is down, it's two best playmakers in Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. I mean, if Watson is missing more games... I think we're going to start to not talk about him in that way in terms of like, Oh, he's one of like the top weapons on the offense. So so Watson, Watson, actually his game does not lend itself to what Jordan love is good at. Jordan love is Mm -hmm. phenomenal in the mid range. Hashtag drew Gooden. (laughs) um, And, and Jordan love has just a God awful deep ball. So maybe it is, a situation of addition mm-hmm. by subtraction. Like you have someone in Jaron Reed who has the uh, Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed. I keep saying Jaron Reed. I know. I keep saying Jaron Reed. That defensive tackles run into the Yeah. Yes. He's still with the team. Um, so Jaden Reed. Jane Reed has the athleticism to take something short, like a, like a drag or a mid crosser to the house or to mm-hmm. the X. And that was something that we saw out of Watson specifically against the Eagles. Um, but there's no one out there to take the true deep shots, which is good in that Jordan Love is not going to try to throw them terribly often. Granted, the one he threw at Toure, I think Watson catches that. But yeah. uh, we don't have anybody to keep the defense honest. They get to play yeah. like uh, they get to play against the run. They don't have to have a deep shell. It you know, pluses and minuses. Yeah, I mean, Watson, in terms of what he does for what Matt LaFleur can call, I think is more important than even what he can do for like production wise, because without him on the field, there isn't another player on this offense that a team is going to worry about them just Mm -hmm. blowing by their deep safeties. Right. So that opens everything. Now is 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 (laughs) proven to be that guy. But I, I, yeah, I think, it, I think, I mean, I think there's always, it, it, in my opinion, it feels like um, Jordan Love and Dobbs have had a very, so far, have had a very uh, Aaron Rodgers, fuck. Oh, um, you, you, we weren't even talking about it this time. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Um, in case you're new here, everyone always whined, what would you say on your, if you can't bring him up, what, what are you going to talk about on your podcast? And we said, if you can't, if you say his name, you have to drink. But the other guy and Jordy Nelson, that connection, like even though like Jordy Nelson was not the best wide receiver on that team for many, many years or for multiple years, it feels like they have that kind of chemistry and that connection. Yeah. And like you said, with Christian Watson being out, that is going to continue to develop more and more within his absence. Yeah. I, I think Dobbs could easily actually, lead the team in receptions. Agree, but I'm I'm totally going to clip that where you said that that Jordy Nelson was not the best wide receiver for many many years. Oh God! Put that shit on Twitter. He was. I'm sorry, Greg Jennings, Devontae Adams, those overlaps. I'm sorry, he was at. They were many years on the team. He was not the best wide receiver. Okay, anybody who's familiar with the content that I make has to be familiar with Paul Noonan, aka Badger Noonan, 
aka the putts, the lawyer, the <laughs> guy who went on ESPN to talk about the Packers stock sale. Um, Paul believes that DVOA is the end all be all for wide receivers in terms of like advanced metrics that he didn't invent himself. And Jordy Nelson was a DVOA darling because his catches either went for long distances, first downs or touchdowns. He was yep. efficient as hell. Greg Jennings was open more often and Greg Jennings was used more as a hands guy, but Jordy was quote unquote more efficient. So it yeah, really comes down to like how you define like the best wide receiver. Well, we're talking, and when we were just talking, Jordan loves deep ball has been spotty at best, mm-hmm. but that opening play in Atlanta, that flea flicker, that was the touchdown. Like mm-hmm. Wicks, just- Wicks is scoring on that play. It was sure. just an incredible play by that corner to get his hand in there. It would have been a touchdown. Just... Oh, by, by the way, the the uh, the PI on that play was three EPA, three expected yeah. points added. Just yeah. from the God. It was, I mean, that was, that, that was, in my opinion, the best deep ball he's thrown this year. And it was a, a smart penalty because the Packers ended up not scoring on that drive because Matt LaFleur, right. the, I, it, you want to talk about like, and we don't spend too much time in the last game, but I do want to vent. You cannot either a not call that timeout and kick a fifty-one, or if you realize you fucked up and get a delay of game, you're in a dome. Just kick the fifty-six yarder. Like just, there were so like many sloppy mistakes this. in that game. I like that I get to keep saying this. To quote Paul Allen. You can take a knee and kick yeah. a 56 yard field goal. Like there, there is no reason to not try it from that distance. He made one outside. Or, you know what? The they week could before. try. So like in a dome. Yeah, that's true. But like, let him kick. But what you can try from 56 yards out is a hail mary drink. God no. damn it! <laughs> can you imagine if he would have done that though? Let's just do a hail mary from here. <laughs> In the first Hail Mary three minutes into the game. <laughs> oh my god, that would be the That'd best. Be thing iconic. Ever. That would be that, fucking awesome. The, the only other coaching decision, the only other coaching decision that is in that realm is like, remember when Joe Philbin used both of his challenges in like two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> like the first long, my ex thinks two minutes is a long time, so <laughs> oh we gotta drink to that too. Yep. Cheers, that's a rule. Yep. But yeah, so I, I think Matt LaFleur, um, to kind of piggyback off that n- non-decision, he's going to be under the microscope this year for sure uh, because he's, he needs to not have he, – he doesn't have a good margin for error in these games. So mm-hmm. he cannot let that happen again where not only do you have a delay a game, but then you decide to punt the ball away. Like that's – you can't do that. You, you, this team is so young and so inexperienced. Your margin for error is razor thin. Like you can't pass up points. If they were playing outside in that game, sure, so, maybe. But it's a dome. Kick the freaking field goal. So I, I have I have kept true to my word on that specific drive. I have not stated my opinion because I am not going to join the discourse about the first drive of the game when the team pissed away a twelve point lead. True, yeah. true. Yeah. It, it so, shouldn't have mattered by the end. So, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, but, and so people talk about like, oh, football is a game that comes down to one or two plays, and one or two plays decide the game, and 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 that fourth down decision 
is is what helped decide the game. And it's like, okay, but they had 55 minutes after that. All right. Like yeah, that one right. or two plays doesn't decide the game. And that's I mean, and, and to 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 rope that into about this Sunday's game against the Saints, you cannot get on, on either side of the ball. Like Matt LaFleur can't get out coached, and neither can Joe Barry in this game where you've got the Every one of the Packers' strengths matches up well with the Saints' weaknesses mm-hmm. in this game. Because, again, the Saints can't pass block. The Packers' pass rush is good against mm-hmm. – the, the D-line is good against the pass. They're not good against the run. You're not going to get – you might not face a better rushing team this year than you just faced in Atlanta, and you're certainly not mm-hmm. going to face a back better than Bijan <laughs> Okay, Robinson. but how many times have the Packer made Packers made nobody running backs look like – fucking stars how many <laughs> contracts have running backs gotten based off of their stats from a packer game like that's why okay. it makes me nervous and and there's there you're going to see a running back have a i mean the, the saints i believe are starting their rookie for the first time yes so yeah. he's he's an unknown it's kind of hard to say but look eyeliner car is not going to get outside the pocket and make magic happen with his feet but like, neither of us, Desmond uh, Ritter. Right. But I, no, but uh, un, un, Desmond Ritter actually runs quickly. There's, there's a difference. <laughs> Derek Carr runs like AJ Dillon. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one, handsome Kirk Cousins. <laughs> okay, so last time Derek Carr played at Lambeau was in 2019 when he was with Oakland. He threw four picks. So I'm. So, okay, like so do you think. Do you think we're going to see an improved Derek Carr, or do you think that this is going to just be the second coming? I think it's going to be. The... <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't even catch that. At first. That was really good. I could just hear my ex boyfriend saying, "There's a second coming." <laughs> <laughs> Twice? What am I, a machine? <laughs> hey. Okay, tangential. Something that I have wanted to talk about, but I have never had the opportunity. I am really. I am now getting ads. About to say after we're talking about second comings, and you're like, yeah. okay. Monty might Monty might actually be able to empathize with this. I'm getting ads on my Instagram for the world's first prescription pre workout. It's oh yes, Cialis. Yes, it's literally Cialis. <laughs> <laughs> that company is going to have a bunch of people in the gym squatting, bricked up. Oh God! Because that's pretty much what it is. I feel like Frank just, Thomas. That's look, like, is it the same thing that Frank Thomas has been fucking selling for yeah. years. Yeah, Nugenics. Yeah, Nugenics. Yeah, that's it, right. And so, so like, could you I, like I squat in in hoochie daddy shorts, right? <laughs> so like, I'm gonna be in the Anytime Fitness hanging brain because I have the world's first <laughs> prescription free workout. I know that's that's for sure my name for the week. Hanging brain. Hanging brain. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. That is so descriptive. All right. Oh, so Lord. I just I just came up with because we just talked about how you know the Packers always have a player sorry, that's not your audio cut off for a second. So what I, I heard came. was I just came and then you same same. <laughs> Same, same, same. Oh man, we're getting raptured. <laughs> Fuck. Cheers. No, we're not. We're gonna be stuck here in hell. <laughs> but so we did talk about how the random players always have a good game against the Packers. 
I just came up with what should be our bet for the week. Mm-hmm. Okay, we forgot to again forgot to pick one. <laughs> Taysom Taysom Hill over or under ninety yards from scrimmage in this game. Oh, yards from scrimmage? That's not fair. You got to pick a specific either receiver. No, because he does everything. He does everything though. Uh, he had, I think, like eighty. Okay, because okay. I'm gonna say under. I he had went under. 80, he said eighty. Yeah, I'm under. He had eighty something last week. So, yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm under. Well, just just to be different, and because I can win, I'll go over. Then did you do your shot? I did. I did at the beginning. Okay. I yeah, I did at the beginning. So okay, so you shut off your camera. Excuse me, Mister Matt can't shut his camera <laughs> it's, off. It's empty. <laughs> I did it. Oh, you're holding an empty glass. I did not see what went into it. We think I threw it over my shoulder. <laughs> I gotta clean it. I gotta mop after. This. How many times in our friendship? How many times in our friendship have I said to you, "No vid, no did." That's true. That is true. No, I did it on camera though. Yeah, he did. I know he, he did it after we started. Yeah, I might have. Okay, your camera, you're, you're, your camera you're, you're, delay didn't see it. Don't don't try Forgive to give me Monty. I have it me. has been a decade since my last. Confession. Since my last confession. <laughs> but yeah, so because again, the the Packers are notorious for a guy that should not go off in a game goes off in a game, and there are still idiots that regret letting go of Taysom Hill. So I, I don't feel like think there are. I think that's a oh, thing that they're stage definitely they've made the fuck Aaron, you are so off. There are so many. Are, are, oh my god! Yes. I, I must only follow dumb. like normal look, people then. That's okay. So the the, the problem is 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 you guys you are you are locked into your Twitter sphere, right? Yeah. Part of my obligation to Agni Packing Company is to moderate the comments, and oh, you have not lived. That sounds until like you have read Espionation commenters. Yeah, it is, it is people, awful. Uh, people so are convinced the, the that they would have won a Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. That and and Taysom Hill should have been the heir apparent QB. We should never have <laughs> even drafted Jordan. Right. Taysom Hill was going to take them to the promised land, like Sean Clifford. <laughs> God damn it! Like Sean Clifford is going to for the Packers. Exactly. Right I guarantee you, everyone taping for Sean Clifford. Also did it for Taysom Hill. Like that Venn diagram. I know it's well, a meme I mean, to say it's a circle. It's that same, is truly a circle. But it's the same school. It's the yeah, same school, true. right? <laughs> is, is Sean Clifford a Mormon too? Well, no. Sean Clifford was Penn Do State though. Or did he did he oh, start at BYU? I'm sorry. White. Okay. So it's it's yeah. <laughs> you're so, confusing your so white Taysom guys. With the BYU Sean Hill. Look, uh, look. I'm confusing my white guys who went to schools with white and blue <laughs> and sexual assault allegations. So that's I'm, okay. I'm you getting you. You and Aaron are allowed to do that. Is, I can't that, do that. Is that, a, is that a Catholic church joke? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm not allowed Catholic to get. I'm not allowed to get Mormon church joke. I'm not allowed to get the white uniformed bearded QBs. <laughs> well, uh, Monty, if, okay, so if there's such a thing as a white card, you can have your white card today, and you can confuse all the white people that you want. There we go. Yeah, finally, this feels great. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day. Okay, I'm no, gonna hijack. Okay. By the way, I felt I felt that that has been socially acceptable since role models. When like you're yeah, like, you're Ben Affleck. You're Ben Affleck. And that became part of the ethos. <laughs> <laughs> a very 
underrated movie, by the way. Oh, that's a great movie. I'm so, okay, a moment of silence for Jonathan Garvin, who got cut from the team, and I never got to use my, look at me, I'm Jonathan Garvin, sacking QBs <laughs> meme that I fucking made that I was so proud of. I got drunk and made it. <laughs> I was like, this well, is did, so was it, Wasn't he... Wasn't he who they cut on their... It was his birthday, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so devastated. I was like, I never got to use my goddamn... You guys, notice, you guys notice that after they got so much pushback on that on, online, the social media team has been killing it since then? Yeah. Like, the Packers Twitter account is on fire lately. I think it was Bakhtiari that did it, honestly. I think it was a combo. I think it was a combination. Yeah. Okay. So the, the Bakhtiari thing, a lot of people really disliked the way that he publicly berated his own team. And oh, he yeah. He like, had a back and forth with, with the social media manager's yeah. manager. Like, like I was like, you got a problem, you should call us. And he's like, no, I'm going to use my platform. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. and, and, and that does suck. And it sucks for the people who had to like be the focus of his ire. But it got results. It did work. <laughs> it did. Like, it I know. I'm, I'm mad the that biggest... it, it got results because I even know the VP of communication is because even Mark Murphy was talking to Grossi and he said, like, he said, it's never going to be what you want it to be. Um, although it was after the Bears game because they were being sassy as fuck to the Bears. There were memes like kind of dissing them. It wasn't as edgy as like the, the Chargers are, but it was pretty uh, getting there. Yeah. But... The... But Mark Murphy the, did come Jordan, out and say like it's never Jordan balling way. in Chicago was right. the post after that was that was great right the Chicago that was really Peter, good. and then okay. there was yeah. a, like a couple of other ones yeah do you guys do you guys remember the the prophetic piece of information that I found <sighs> after the 49ers divisional <laughs> game okay I am both making a joke for the drink but also I'm being serious do you guys remember the thing that I tweeted after the divisional loss against the 49ers I know. Um... Oh, never mind. It was, it was, wait, who, I was gonna, never mind. Shut up. Wait, what <laughs> I was, was say, it? I, I was going to okay, say Monty so probably I, doesn't because he wasn't following you for a while. <laughs> so he wasn't following you at the time. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, so the, the Packers divisional loss to the 49ers was a Saturday. That was a Saturday uh, playoff game. I went on a stadium tour that Sunday and we're in the atrium and we're looking around and the tour guide points up and he goes, Here's all the offices, and here's and who's that office? Here's that office, that office. Everybody's obviously off for the weekend. And he goes, and that is where the social media team is, and points at a window. And there is a picture of Mo Drayton, just oh. Mo Drayton's headshot in the social media. <laughs> oh, social that's right. I do remember that. Yes. Oh, I never saw this. That was the worst omen. That's why they lost, for sure. An effigy no, no, to yeah, Mo Drayton. So Mo Drayton. Mo Drayton is far and away the reason that they lost. And because the social media team was off and also very hamstrung at the time, shout outs to Christian Watson. Um, <laughs> they couldn't say anything about it at the time. And so that was their protest. That was their. Oh my God. And so I was like, okay, if these guys, if these guys are ever allowed to actually do their thing, they're going to make some bangers. Yeah. And they like, they, I do really appreciate the fact that, it does seem like they took a lot of that heat and feedback like to heart because again, they're never going to be on that level of the chargers or the Panthers are really good too. Like right. they're never going to be on that level, but people have made this point before and it's very true. Those teams need to have like a great and witty social media presence to keep 
like their fans interested. Right. Like Packers fans are fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like Packers fans are they're always gonna be there, always gonna show up. They they can get away with doing the bare minimum, even though it'd be great if they did. So I, right. Um all right, should we should we mix this up? We never in, what was our bet? Oh, we already made our bet. Our taste yeah, so, so yeah, I'm I'm going over Taysom Hill 90 all-purpose yards. You guys are under, both going under. Which I feel like it's gonna be a mistake, but okay, because remember, they're the Saints are down two running backs, and they just like to direct snap and let him run the ball a lot. And it doesn't seem like Joe Barry has any interest in stopping obvious run plays. <laughs> Part of me just feels like they're gonna they're okay. gonna be angry, but either that that either means they're gonna be like incredible against the run, or it's gonna be even worse. <laughs> have they ever been incredible I, against I the like run? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I feel game. like I have been I have been very vocally anti Joe Barry. So mm-hmm. when I say these things, you understand how serious I am being <laughs> when I make these assertions, <laughs> right? The the faults of the Packers run defense is, I would say, 70-30. And that mm-hmm. only 30% is Joe Barry's fault. And that, okay, yes, yeah. he is not putting an extra lineman out. But also, when you have Kingsley, a.k.a. J.J. Anikbari, literally falling onto oh, his goddamn face. Right. That's his, that's his worst game or, I, I or think Rash- he's played. Yeah. Or Rashawn Gary, who it is his responsibility to set the edge, and he sets the edge so poorly that he tackles Rasul Douglas yep. instead of the quarterback. You can't really blame Joe Barry for those shortcomings. Right. And the Packers don't have any of the Dom Capers era thousand pounds of beef linemen. That they yeah, used. we don't have, we don't have a Johnny so Jolly. Really yeah, them. where's the beef? Yeah, we, we don't have <laughs> we, we we the the biggest person that we have is TJ Slayton, and he is a one or two down player at best. Yeah. And you're, you are going to run into people gashing up the middle. It's just going to happen. And you have to bring down the safeties. Luckily the, I mean, I should, I, I'm not going to say luckily because the Falcons weren't supposed to be able to beat that kind of safety brought down right. defense. But you know, um, Jair had maybe the worst game of his life since he met uh, Jared Everdaris in college. <laughs> um, the the Saints have a, a decent wide receiver core, but I don't think that they have an offensive line that's going to be able to blow the Packers yeah. off the ball. Yeah, they can't block it up. Hopefully, yeah. It, so it, it, I, I, I don't know. I'm. Well, I think in general they were like it was just a sloppy ass game from just about every part of the team i mean the, the, the offense, offense was really... good for three the offense was good for three quarters right but then like you have jordan love and josh myers not lining up on that offensive like the sneak oh, yeah. and then like there just seemed to be a lot of sloppy shit going on and jair like yeah. there could have been like jair the... missing that tremont williams pick six for god's sakes like in it like it so, so the there's so many mistakes just they shot themselves in the, foot. the packers front yeah, they did. The Packers front seven was was billed very highly. And then yep. like we have all this talent and all these guys are going to make the second year leap. They were supposed to be this big imposing unit that ended up cracking and falling and causing their downfall like the walls of Jericho. God, damn it. 
cameo. They were supposed to be. They were supposed to be Goliath. We are never fucking bringing him <laughs> on this fucking show again, ever. That's a, that's a double. That's a double. I hate you all. I finished my drink for you, Monty. See <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Monty. But well, see, that's the thing. I, I okay. tweeted out like the, the problem is ago. you. You did what a couple hours ago? I, I was gonna say I tweeted out a couple hours ago. It really does seem like the Packers have just conceded, like. You know, there aren't that many run-first teams in the modern-day NFL. So, like, we can weather those storms against teams that do happen to run first, and we can, like, absorb those losses. But when we meet up with them, they just paper-cut us to death every time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like they don't have any interest in really focusing on stopping run-first teams. Like, they don't care, I don't think. Well, I think they're yeah, they're the, hoping that the Packers... their offense is going to be so good that they're just going to be, like... We're gonna make it to the point that teams are not. They shouldn't bring that ball. this year, though. Right, agreed. Mm-hmm. But the offense has been good, and they sputtered. They were up by twelve points in the fourth quarter, and the offense slowed down. But the problem is, is that Atlanta was like, we don't have a fucking passing game, so we have to right. fucking run the ball. We're gonna run it. Yeah, and it and it, and it just but, completely. But look, look, you you got to calm down with coveting Never. your neighbor's <laughs> offense, and the Packers' defense needs to be a little more gluttonous. Or <laughs> that is not a double. I'm only drinking once for that. Is that is not. Ass. I do not. Is that is okay. not a double. Ass. If, if if this was 45 minutes ago, I would have been able to go through all seven deadly sins, <laughs> but I've had too much to drink, so I had to stop it too. And, and like, but to be honest, how many teams left on this schedule do you think are going to be comfortable with running the ball primarily down 12 in the fourth quarter? Right. Not, not that many. Cause I, I would, I would yeah. be shocked if there was more than one shot. So again, this was a bad matchup for mm-hmm. what that team likes to do versus what we think our strength is on defense. Mm-hmm. But again, like when Aaron, like you said, learning experience, like those are teams that knock us out in the playoffs the last few years. So I don't care about if the Packers are like the best run stopping team in the league. They, they at least have to be adequate, and they certainly weren't on Sunday. Okay. But also, like, not only is that the team that's knocked us out of the playoffs the last couple of years, that's the team that knocked us out of the playoffs in 2011. <laughs> yeah, this is something for re- that we've been living a decade with plus. for a yeah. decade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, if, if we could, we haven't gotten lucky enough to face like a pass first team too often in the playoffs, like. Right. The the last one that I can yeah, think of off the top of my okay. head was probably the Bucks in 2020. Yeah, and they could have had that and, game, and the, but the, again, shit the bed. They could have had the Bucks game in 2020. Yeah, the, the Packers team is built to stop the Chiefs. They're built to yes. stop the Bills. Yes, they they are not built to stop the Titans. They're not nope. built to stop the Browns. <laughs> well, not the Browns anymore because I guess Chubb isn't built to stop anything. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So well, you, you brought up the Titans like specifically. There's before, a Deshaun like, Watson joke in there something. Like, you brought up, you brought up the Titans, so we def. I'm mean, I'm gonna mention this last thing, and then we definitely have to get to the mixer because we're at 50 minutes. <laughs> Big fucking shocker. <laughs> so, the, mentioning the Titans, if this game ends up being like what was it the Titans game last year? Like the Packers did do a good job against the run, right. but then Ryan Tannehill had his best game of the year. Right. Like that cannot happen again. So like if, if they sell out and stop the run <laughs> and on Sunday, Ryan Tannehill 
Ryan Tannehill got a goddamn contract off that game, and now he's a player. <laughs> yeah, literally, he I got know. paid. He got paid off of that Packers game. Right. I'm if telling Derek, you, how many times have the Packers gotten somebody a fucking contract? If Derek, like, if if Jair has as bad of a game against Olave or Thomas as he just had against like Drake London, just like he had a really bad game against Traylon Burks right. in that Titans game, I like I I will be back on that train of the Packers might not win more than like six games this year right. because like if that's what's gonna happen, like they don't have a shot. Right. To, to have a good so to have a good season. my my eternal soundbite for the year that I have to keep saying over and over again is the Packers are a six win team with a nine win schedule. Yes, yeah, that's true. Because that that well, we all said the NFC looks like it's going to be shitty. It's been pretty good so far. We're only yeah. three weeks in, obviously, mm-hmm. but the, yeah, the, but the, the NFC top, the, the NFC has been playing the NFC. Fair and, enough. And if that's you, true, if you put. If you if you put two fat boomers up against each other in a bar fight, it's gonna look like they're kicking the hell out of each other. But you put in one dude who's been to like an MMA class who's in his twenties, and he's gonna murder both of them. <laughs> right, fair enough, fair enough. That was a that was a beautiful. So analogy. basically, what I'm saying is the NFL is a world star fight video. All right, I changed my mind. My 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 name for the week is gonna be two fat boomers. <laughs> That's that's way better than that's way better. That's gonna be good. You you gotta stay alliterative, so it's gonna be fat boomer bar fight. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Fat boomer. Two fight fat fighting boomers. That's too long. Fat boomer bar fight is the perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. All right, so let's mix this up. We'll keep the mixer short because I feel like the garnish will go long. So for this mixer, what is your like what individual matchup? It could be like player against player, or like defensive unit versus offensive unit. And your prediction for the game for score. What is your what's the matchup you're looking forward to the most? We'll start with Aaron. Um, that I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, the yes. pass rush against the uh, New Orleans offensive line, just because I think it's going I, like I. Feel like they are due for like a uh, like a high sack game. Um, I didn't want to say big sack because I thought one of you guys was going to make a weird joke. A big sack <laughs> a brain, game. Another brain joke for God's sakes. <laughs> but um, because they didn't get that against the Bears, because Justin Fields is what whatever is mobile described. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he just uh, like a tackling or chasing a chicken without a fence or something is what he called Russell Wilson. And it felt that that same kind of vibe and that they struggled against getting pressure on Desmond Ritter because they just fucking ran the ball. So I think um, this is going to be a game where they put up, I I'm, I'm feeling like four or five sacks. Like I feel like it's going to be like, <laughs> what? It's what? Big. Like it's it's going to be a game where they're like actually getting to the quarterback and taking him down. All right, give me a score. Mm, I'm really glad that Aaron has five sacks on her mind. Yeah, <laughs> always. You know, I am thinking about five guys though. <laughs> always. Five guys, burgers, no, I, fries, I, I, and I sacks. Totally, yeah. <laughs> look, look, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie to you. I totally fuck with five guys. All right, like that is my jam. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Five guys every night of the week. Oh, that's detrimental to your health. It's too expensive. 
that's that's expensive and bad for you. Bad for bad for my holes. <laughs> okay, so my my matchup is I I want to know if having a bad offensive line against a good pass rush is hereditary. So very similar to Aaron. Uh, you guys know Derek Carr and his brother mm-hmm. David Carr, who yes. is a former first round uh, pick, is the most that, dude. The most he is the most sacked quarterback in a single season in NFL history. Yep. And also the Saints have a history of uh having a good quarterback who they do not protect. You might remember Archie Manning. The the two Manning brothers' father was the Saints quarterback for many years. He was very good, was sacked all the goddamn time. And so you're going to need – so so my matchup is the Packers pass rush versus Derek Carr's protection and the Saints history. So I am worried about the father, the son, and the holy Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you're banished. Yeah. Oh, you are oh, excommunicated. That, oh, man. That, that would take a long that setup. A that, really, was, that was that worth was it. it, it, it you you are excommunicated. You're excommunicated. Oh, my God. That was fucking ridiculous. My matchup is... I, I, and we are... <laughs> Sorry, I'm so goddamn proud of that. That, that was really good. So much that was really good. That was... I'm, that setup... That setup was so good. I didn't even see it coming. Like that was. <laughs> Look, I am I am on my third whole ass glass of bourbon, and I still managed to come up with that coherent thought. That was I fantastic. So with my... And it sounded so like it was like, oh, this is definitely yeah, like a. Normal, it did not like, sound like you were like setting it up. Setting that it up. did not. That was really psychopathic of you. Hey, all right. So I'm gonna give sometime to to tell you guys the purple flowers joke. Basically, oh God. it's a joke that takes like 20 minutes to tell. And then, is that and the aristocrats joke? And it's only funny to the <laughs> we don't have who, time on this Yeah, show. it's kind of like the aristocrats. But, okay. But yeah, so remind me sometime to tell you guys that joke. It's it's awesome. And it's it's like that, where you think a good joke is coming and like literally there's no end. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna give my key matchup and then I'm going to refill. And then when I refill, Aaron, you can start with the score predictions. Okay. So my key matchup is... I'm not sure who he's going to be matched up against, but he needs a bounce back game. We already talked about Jair, whether it's him against Olave or him against Michael Thomas, like he needs to have a great game Mm -hmm. because again, we already, we already talked about like the saints cannot pass block. So Derek Carr is going to be under pressure all day long. I want Jair to erase whatever security blanket Derek Carr is going to be looking for in this game. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's so been following the number Jair... ones. Yeah. But who's the he's number one on the Saints? The number ones. And it's right gotta now, be, I would imagine Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas has. So Michael Thomas has been the number one so far this year. Olave was the number one last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jair tends to struggle against bigger body wide receivers. Right. Which so is understandable because he's, he's not a big sh- dude. Yeah, he's he's a he's a little guy. Yeah, so I think he's, he's just a little guy. Shadow... Sorry, Tommy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's gonna shadow Olave because I have eaten burritos that are more hefty <laughs> than Olave. Uh, he is and... he is slight. Well, 
and Slant Boy is going to be covered likely by Razul, who is a bully. And and uh so yeah, I, I, I think that you're going to see a statistical bounce back game from Jair. Maybe not necessarily because he'll get an interception or whatever, but I think he's gonna shadow Olave, who is not going to get targeted a lot. Yeah, I mean listen, I've been die like it killed me when he almost had that, like would have been probably pick six. Yeah, I'm so- dying for a Jair pregnancy. Come on. It has been <laughs> two. We're on week three. This is it Lambo. Like, come on. Let's I don't go. like he did have a bad game against Atlanta. I can't fault him necessarily. Matching up one and one on Drake London, who's gotta have what? Five inches on him and probably thirty or forty pounds. Like <laughs> Five Man, a lot. I, I'm not checking inside their pants. I I don't know who has five <laughs> inches on whom here. I don't know. All I know is five inches is a lot. Five inches sounds like a really good personality. Oh, oh now five inches is a lot. Okay. Okay. We... I'm sure. I'm wow. Sure dude, your ex really must be crushed. <laughs> yeah, I hope he doesn't listen to this show because you just ruined you oh, just yeah. ruined his whole year. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, to be serious, I promise I'm not doing a bit. I love how I have to preface all of these. Um, Jair, Jair does tend to play poorly against wide receivers who can physically impose themselves on him. So it's not even necessarily like a length issue. Like London is just so much heavier and stronger than Jair, just for the sheer nature of Jair Alexander is a normal sized human being. He is five foot 10 and what like 190 pounds that's a normal person mm-hmm. and up against nfl freak beasts he looks small mm-hmm. and london proved that olave like i said weighs as much as a chipotle burrito with double steak <laughs> and i think jair will be able to bully him all day and then you'll have someone like razul who has a good press and is much stronger against michael thomas who can only run slants and is otherwise useless yeah, I, I, and I think because part of me also feels like Olave is still the number one wide receiver. I have not looked at any of their stats to see who's getting more snaps and who's blah, blah, blah. Like, but I genuinely feel like Olave is supposed to be their number one. So I think naturally Jair is going to feel like he's going to like kind of be shadowing him anyways, um, just because he's probably the bigger threat. So Jair is going to feel like I want this guy. So I, I think Michael Thomas has just been the guy because he's been matched up against the number two corner. I know one thing. That would be my guess. I, but I, I have not watched enough of the Saints to know, but that would be my guess. I am already pretty much out and a non-believer at this point on Darnell Savage, especially after mm-hmm. jumping an inch and a half on an easy flea flicker interception last week. Yeah. I better not see 97-year-old Jimmy Graham do anything against Darnell Savage in this game. He's like, going to have a Hall of Fame game. He he better have yeah. a dominant game because if you let Jimmy the ghost of Jimmy Graham do anything on you, get off my team. Like I'm sorry. Right. You're done. Buda Baker on line 1. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like I, I so I said before last week, I am not totally out on AJ Dillon. I'm pretty close to being out on him now, though, after he mm-hmm. couldn't get a yard twice in a game. Mm-hmm. I will be out on Darnell Savage hey, after this if he can't have a good game. There's a history with that. Tell me if you guys have heard this before. Oh, God. You don't deserve to be a champion 
if you can't gain one yard. Who, yeah. who said that? Who in the Packers pantheon has said that? That was... Um... Was that, that was Lombardi? Vincent Lombardi. Oh, yeah, was, Lombardi yeah, was, himself. Was saying, said, was you don't deserve to be a champion if you can't gain one yard. Not only could he AJ not get a yard, you are not a champion. Not only could he not get a yard, he injured the second best O lineman on this team for multiple weeks. But no, Monty, Monty, it was the turf. It was oh, yeah, the that's turf. right. It, it, turf. That's right. It was not. It was it, that Easter it grass. It was not two hundred and. Yeah, it was not 250 pounds of baby giraffe crashing into the back of his knee. It was the turf. I think it had something to do with it. Uh, okay, bro. Whatever you say. All right, Aaron, score prediction. Um, I think Packers bounce back. I think it's going to be an ass-kicking at home, home opener. Um, defense got really embarrassed. I think they're going to show up. Like I said, it's a really good matchup for the pass rush. Um. I'm really hoping that they don't somehow make uh, Miller into, I think it's Miller, um, into a fucking star running back in his first showing in the NFL. But yep. who knows? But I, I'm hoping that the offense will be really fired up um, being in front of the home crowd or turned on, as Monty likes to say. <laughs> um, I didn't even say that. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to say that. Um so I think it's going to end up being like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't even think of this before. Like I just started talking, but I would get, I'm going to say like, uh, I'm going to say like 33 to 23. No, 21. Okay. But I, I think it's going to be like pretty dominant, but I do think there's going to be some garbage time. So, so I'm going to say 33, 23, but. Do, we, do you change your prediction? When I tell you that the Saints have not allowed 20 points, more than 20 points in 12 straight games. No. Going back. Okay. Because if they if the Packers score 30 against the Saint, Saints defense, even though I know they're missing May, they're starting safety. Yeah. So that, that, that's like a big hit to their defense. Yeah. If the Packers can score 30 against them, I will feel great about this team. I just I just have this good feeling. I don't, this is purely not based on any, anything analytical because every time I make that fucking decision based on my goddamn fucking fantasy team, <laughs> I am wrong. So I am going with my gut. I'm going with my lady tingle and my lady tingle says 33 to 23. I just, I don't know. There's just, I feel like this offense is going to go off. This is also okay. depending I, I, on Aaron. I'm Jones going to play. regret asking this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to regret asking this. Where within your anatomy does the lady tingle <laughs> lie? Um, Where does this happen? Exactly. In the ovaries. <laughs> you know what? You know what I just realized? It's science, fellas. You, you know what I just realized? This is going to be a whole season of. I'm normally completely outnumbered on this show. I know. So I, I'm I'm finally gonna get into like now I'm not outnumbered gender wise. Right. I know we're back yeah, to man. four downs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Monty has had to play zone defense this whole time. And now it's man to man with a roaming safety. Now I'm now I'm Devondre Campbell on Bijan Robinson. <laughs> on the show. Ten yards off the line on third and two or whatever the fuck it was. All right, so I'm going to... That is I, a triggering phrase. You cannot say, <laughs> just say these things. <laughs> really, really. I am also... So I'm going to pick the Packers to win, too. 
I, I think it's going to be, unfortunately, a ugly home opener. Because, again, like, I still think the Saints defense is really good. Like, you're not going to – I don't think we're going to have Bakhtiari. We're obviously not going to have Elton Jenkins. I think Cam Jordan is can make life a living hell in this game. Like, he's still an extremely elite pass rusher. And Malafleur was, for some reason, adamant about constantly running A.J. Dillon behind Rasheed Walker and Royce Newman against the Falcons. <laughs> So if he's going to still do stuff like that, like I think Cam Jordan is going to have a big game. Um, I do have the Packers winning, but I'm going to go in a sloppy 17-13 game. Um, Howard. Like, I I don't think we're going to have like more questions than answers in it because like, I think we will feel good about the defense playing against the weak offense, just like we did again in week one. But Jordan Love has had two really good competent games on the road but against two defenses that aren't great so now he's at home but he's facing a really good defense this could be a struggle for the offense for the first time in my opinion so that's what I think they're gonna win but it won't be we're not gonna feel as good about it as we did I think even like moral victory wise last week what about you Matub okay that's fair okay um you and I have a similar take but I'm going to get so incredibly specific about mine <laughs> in the hopes that I'm, that I'm right. And then okay. that way we get this, this like, is a crazy, stupid sound reference. clip. Yeah. I, I promise you, this is not a setup. This is not a setup for anything. Like I've, I've already made the joke about being prophetic. So we can't drink to that. Like it's, it would just be a repeat, but so you and I have a similar thought. So I'm, I'm going to be so incredibly specific, and it's similar to your thought process here. Okay. So I think I think that the Packers win 24 to 17. Okay. At one point, they are leading 17 to 3. Okay. Going into the second half or going, going into the fourth quarter, where the Saints uh, start to make a comeback, and it it is potentially... 1717 and the play where uh Jordan Love sailed a sure touchdown actually gets completed this week and so the Packers comfortably build a one touchdown lead in the fourth quarter and the Saints fail to rally so basically okay. the Saints are rallying back from 173 the Packers offense actually shows up and then the Packers defense then shows up with, I don't know, less than two minutes remaining and the Packers win 24, 17. So the so line you, so is you currently, have, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so you have the, you have the Packers defense winning the game in, in the clutch. I have <laughs> that's bold. Jordan love with a, I have, I have Jordan love with a game winning drive and the Packers defense holding in a two-minute drill. Okay. That, I mean, that's – I. so in my opinion, you w- we would feel good about this team in that in that scenario because that's the best of both I, worlds. I, I, would, I would cream the jeans if <laughs> that is actually what plays out because yeah, I would no longer feel any worries about the future of the Green Bay Packers under Jordan Love if he yeah. were to pull off such a game. That would actually be very poetic because 
I don't know about you guys, but based on how week one went, based on how he played the first three quarters in Atlanta, I thought they were going to go down the field and get a touch, uh, a field goal at the end of the game there. Same. I thought it and was going to be like that. He made an absolutely disgusting throw on fourth and 15 that should have been completed. So I'm not going to say that they would have scored if he completed that, but the drive would have kept going. Like he's playing extremely well. So it would be very poetic if he had that chance in this game at home this time and did it. That would be great. Well, and uh, like it, can we like totally sidetrack, talk about how fucking sloppy the video, the officiating, the audio of that <laughs> entire fucking game? It was that production a- team. So I, I tweeted out, I said, Anytime they called for a measurement in that game, which was like at least three or four, did they ever get it right the first time? No, no they, it was wrong every time. <laughs> like, and I don't think like officiating was one-sided. I mean, I know there were some bad calls both ways. Like it was just a sloppy production. I was like, what the hell is going on? And then the Packers look sloppy. I'm like, what the hell is with this dome? Like, goddamn. Look. As sure as God's got sandals, Fuck the officiating crew is going Fuck to Is that even a saying? He's just making things up. Is that... No, I, pro- I promise you, as sure as God's got sandals is a real saying. I am as sure as Vishnu that. has eight arms. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all of our puns have been very like Christian related, so I had to I had yeah. to throw in some Nice. Wait, but they're uh, but they're saints. Are there saints? Are there saints okay. in non-Christian religions? That's true. Oh, okay, I regret to inform you. Although I typed in as sure as God, what popped up was as sure as God made little green apples was the first one. What? That's a thing. <laughs> but as sure as God's got sandals is also on the list. So, boom! Yeah. I'm yeah. right. Suck yeah. It. <laughs> God made little green apples is apparently also a phrase. So, <sighs> all right. So we've all got the Packers winning. Yes. Um. So we're 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 expecting to go. We're expecting to be two and one. And that I I will say I feel I would feel really good about being two and one because we've been very used to starting one and two in the last what mm-hmm. eight years pretty much. Yeah. So two and one would be great with another home game coming up four days later. Just to recap, I've got for the bet, I've got Taysom Hill over 90 yards from scrimmage. You guys both have him under, but now mm. we will garnish this thing an hour and 15 minutes. In. Shocking. Really shocking. So, it, for this week, the we, garnish. We <laughs> we've got, we've got the garnish this week. We've all heard. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift for some reason is a big deal. I don't know why we have actual like NFL reporters like talking about this all week because who cares? And making uh, references during games. Yeah. Like, very weird. Very like, odd. So in in that same vein, we're going to go with who who would be the the most entertaining NFL spouses or significant others. With other celebrities or friends, because I feel like, because I feel like there could just be some interesting friendship pairings. Okay. Like, so, so what if friends with what benefits if he who shall not be named? Yeah, what if he who shall not be named 
is actually in a secret relationship with Keith Oberman. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just all like. No, I, I thought I think it would be Adam Shine, wouldn't it? Oh my god! Okay, Adam, I have oh been my. saying his name. I have been saying his name as Sheehan my entire <laughs> life. Oh, I've only said Shine. Is it? Is it Sheehan? Shine. No, it is. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I just I, I've always okay, had. So it's so funny this whole situation because, like, for a long time, I have never tweeted at him up until like the last six months. I have been blocked by him for years, and I have no fucking clue why. I have I've looked and seen. I have never liked anything. I've never followed him. At some point, I said something that he saw, and he was like, "Block, block this bitch," and he unblocked me within the last six months because then some. Something came up on my timeline and like I quote tweeted something that he said about Jordan Love is like the worst thing that's ever happened to the world or some shit and I quote tweeted and I said I liked it better when you had me blocked and he gave me sass back and I'm like fuck you but um yeah what I don't understand <laughs> okay. why he's so fucking angry yeah he well I mean he his literal uh phrase was like Jordan Love can't play football I believe right. that was his exact yeah. wording Mm-hmm. Um, which that's that's a big old hot take, but no. So I, I I shit you not. I have never watched him on the television. I have only ever read his name in print, <laughs> and I have referred to him as Adam Sheehan ever since I have known he has existed as a human being. And and so when the jokes were going around of like who is this guy, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the website where you buy like shitty knockoff purses. <laughs> But like I, I wasn't joking. I thought his name was Sheehan. Like, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, too funny. Um, I would think. Let's see. Okay, Who but, do we think? Are, are, I'm sorry. I have I have completely lost my train of thought. What were we supposed to be doing? <laughs> we're going with who people in the NFL would be. Paired with in a relationship Either, capacity. Yeah, it Either, could be friendship, romantic, like situationships. Situationships. Does my Keith Olbermann one, one count, or like, do I have to do a serious one? No, that was good. Wait, we, that wasn't serious. We do nothing okay. serious. Yeah, none of these are no. serious. <laughs> it's the garden <laughs> fucking drunk. Yeah, this is your fifth time on the show. Okay, how do you not know how this goes? Okay. Do you see? Do you see how much? Of yeah, you've already. Is she, he's already drank. He's already had of the bottle. We're we're an hour and twenty minutes into the show. The word "serious" no longer applies. Oh, also, like, by the way, being at this point, you could be like, they would date the Kirby. <laughs> being in the Greater um, Kansahoma era, that means that I am also drinking with dinner. So I presented true. to you at the beginning of this podcast. Four drinks deep. This is not a good time for my brain. <laughs> and tapioca. And I, <laughs> I, I, I have allocated once a week, I've allocated five brain cells to this show for the past year and a half now. Okay. So I've, I've is, gotten used was, to was it. Was that a pun? Because I'm drinking, I'm drinking an allocated bourbon. Like, I'm, uh, I'm yes, sure you have to, you have to drink now. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, um, who would 
Oh, I have written down. You guys are gonna have to drink in a second. Yeah. Uh, I have written down that Kirk Cousins would date the Virgin Mary. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jesus. <laughs> are you kidding me? Jesus is way out of his league. Get out of here. <laughs> I feel like he'd be like with Mary Magdalene. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like Kirk Cousins. No, no, no. Kirk Cousins wouldn't be with Mary Magdalene. Kirk Cousins is a pod person who's like a Ken doll down there. <laughs> Tongue like a Ken asexual. doll. <laughs> so absolutely, Kirk Cousins would totally date Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> he would like he would just tell people that he was in a relationship with Jesus Christ. He's the one of the, he's like a person you that put that like, on his Facebook. Right, right. You, but like you would Jesus have Christ would be like, um, I made eye contact with you at a coffee shop. We're not no 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 no. <laughs> it would be Kirk Cousins, it's complicated with Jesus and yeah. Christ. Jesus Jesus would just be like, bro, like you just happened to be in the market when I was overturning the tables of the money changers. Right. This I is had not too serious. Much of, of my water to <laughs> wine. Guys, and... Did you guys see that that viral tweet that was going around of what happens when you ask an AI of Jesus flipping over tables? No. <laughs> no. no, I'm gonna have to look it up. So someone asked one of those like AI painting generator ones. Yeah. Uh, the Monty, the one that you use all the time. Yep. It was like Jesus flipping over tables. It was literally Jesus Christ doing a backflip <laughs> over a table. It looks badass. <laughs> Just type it. I'll put it in the chat. Oh my god, it looks—it's badass. If you just type an AI, AI Jesus flipping table into Twitter, it'll come up. Oh my god, that was—that's okay. Epic. The the thing—the thing that bothers me about the way that my brain that's full of worms works <laughs> is I can be so many bourbons deep and still have rational thoughts about Twitter memes. Yep. But not about like anything else. not about real life. Not about anything that matters in real life. <laughs> I, your ability to like recall like references from 30 years ago is like not 30, but you know, like internet references yeah, you've got, from 10, 15, 20 years ago. You've got the crazy. you've got the former quarterback's photographic memory ability for memes. Who? Yeah, nice oh, try, sure. Aaron. You're the I'm only one. I'm the only there. one. No, no. Nagler did it. Nagler did it. And then Dusty did it. I am not. You're alone. the only one to okay, date. We weren't even talking about him. We weren't even talking about him. I know. I know. There are dozens of but us. There's a, there's, a, there's a problem with that. There's a trade off. And that I have lived in the house that I own for six years. I do not know my next door neighbor's names. <laughs> This because is that is how my brain works but uh, like but i've met them i've had barbecues oh, with these people <laughs> i live in suburban america but my brain does not allow me to know real people's names but i know everything there is to know about the ethos that is the bullshit of twitter i know because you have adhd like me i have the same problem i just cannot can i you know more about the internet than i do <laughs> This a, it seems like you guys have like some divine intervention when it comes to it's my ass. Hey. <laughs> I have not like I don't know. I have I need to. In I need my to defense, my I was finishing my drink you. as you made the pun, so I'm not pouring another one. I will say, I will say, we've made we have made more <laughs> we have made more than a few puns in this episode. 
fuck you. I was hey. thinking, I looked down at my list and saw pew, and I was like, when can I say pew, pew, pew? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I'll do a double for that. That's great. Right. <laughs> just because I said pew, pew, pew. It's like last week when we were making look, bird puns, and all I would say is egg. <laughs> I, egg. I want to give a shout out to... Uh, I want to give a shout out to John David Matanich Jr. because the father is always important. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it. I hate it so much. <sighs> anyway. All right. Who do we think? Um, ooh, this one I had written down. Who do we think that Russell Wilson? If Sierra, if Sierra broke up with him tomorrow, who would he date? <laughs> hmm. Look, All right, follow Russell me on this Wilson one. Does, no, Russell Wilson does not have a defined sexuality. <laughs> Russell Wilson is pansexual because he is unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Who would he be paired up with? Who's as cheesy as he is? I had uh, I had Tommy Laren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the way, I thought her name was Tommy Loren. So did I. I am I? It took me a second and said Tommy. I was like, Wait, who are you talking about? We are horrible. I, Look, I, I knew I, who you were. I knew who you were talking about. But, I don't, you uh, might be right. I, I don't know. Tommy Loren. But you know what, Monty? I gave you the white card at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> so you can say her name. That's right. Yeah. Much as you want. <laughs> um, I'm ordained to make the, any any pronunciation that I want. No, I feel like on the in that same vein, I could see Aaron. Like you Russell have to drink. Wilson, oh fuck! I could see Russell Wilson um, feeling up Lauren Bobert at a fucking Beatles <laughs> musical. <laughs> Okay. Russell Wilson so, has definitely before... pulled the popcorn trick. <laughs> the, uh, the Alien Ant Farm music video for movies. Look, look. Aaron, I know you're a big, big Alien Ant Farm fan. Russell Wilson's a total. Group. I'm not a big Alien Ant Farm fan. I just saw them like four years ago. They just happened to be in concert. That I mean. So, Seeing them within the last four years makes you a big no, fan for no, no. sure. I was, yeah. I was there to see Bowling for Soup, so you can make fun of me for that. But this, look, this look, lineup with because, Alien Ant Farm, Bowling for Soup, because and you have seen, no, it no, was no. crazy. Because you have seen Alien Ant Farm within the last five years, you yeah. are in the one percent of yeah. The you're 1%. a super fan. You probably <laughs> that to like fifteen years. You're a super fan. <laughs> I've seen them within the last fifteen. Years. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. but also it does stick out to me because I remember like stupid bullshit like that. I remember you talking about the music video to the song movies and how that did not age Same. very well. Same. We were talking with it did one, not. the at, at Epic Time Jeff. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I do. See, I remember believe, that too. <laughs> yeah, I do. Believe that Russell Wilson has the sand in his pants to truly pull off the popcorn move. <laughs> I don't think that he he could do it. I think he would have. Don't worry, baby. Anxiety. Not all the kernels have popped yet. There's a butter joke in there, but I don't even want to make it. 
Speaking of, okay, so speaking of Russell Wilson, did you guys get as much satisfaction as I did last week? I'm sorry. Week? I'm sorry. What are we still talking about? <laughs> he literally completed a Hail Mary and then didn't get to win the game. Yeah. Like, I was like, yes, um, I love that. Well, I got as much satisfaction as you did, but I did not perform the popcorn trick. So because exactly <laughs> right. you, you know, you know, when he when they got the Hail Mary, he was like, God wants us to win. And then, yeah. nope, didn't get the two point conversion. God hates yep. you. <laughs> like, you know, he had already had in his head what he was going to say, like, all glory to God, blah, blah, blah. And then they didn't win. Yeah, <laughs> he was ready to, like, pitch his new product. Uh, yeah, 100%. In that, that post game. 100%. I, uh, if, if you eat this, if you eat this football bread, it is the body of Russell Wilson. And if you drink this nano bubbles water, it is the blood of Russell Wilson. And it will bring you to concussion salvation. I, I was just disappointed that the danger witch was not served on football shaped bread. Yeah, that would have been the perfect. That would have been the perfect like combo of his. (laughs) Okay. Right. By the way, I I feel like I'm one of the few people within the NFL community who actually went and ordered a Danger Witch. I never ordered it. Was it good? Kind of solid. So (laughs) was it good? Shortly after the commercial, shortly after the commercial aired, I went to my local Subway, and I was like, "Yeah, can I get a six-inch Danger Witch on Italian urban cheese?" And the lady looks at me and goes, what the hell is that? <laughs> you live in Colorado. What? If, what? if there's anywhere that should know, it should be in every Colorado subway. Oh, God. I know. I know, dude. The irony, the irony is not lost on me. That is what made it so hilarious. Oh, my God. It's not like me ordering it out here in Arizona. Like, they should, yeah, they should definitely know what the hell the danger witch is. Just like out here, if like Subway had a specialty sub, it would be like the Kyler Murray, and it'd be like a three-inch sub. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, so so the but, slider. Like, your Kyler Murray joke was yeah, your Kyler Murray joke was awesome, but I I also want to stress that there was a cardboard cutout of Russell Wilson holding a sandwich in the doorway. <laughs> and you're like, what do you think? The, what the this, is, this is literally a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> you miss when he has him at the end. <laughs> oh, man. Look, man. So so with, with Colorado's uh, long-established legal weed, <laughs> there's a figure speech. You, you were one of the first ones. The good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. <laughs> <sighs> I'm in pain. Um, Look, ninety minutes and many bourbons in, and I can still torture Aaron. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I think like two of you are like the longest standing like Twitter friends that I've had. They might, yeah, we might be because I have very, very few people on my Instagram, like my personal Instagram. And like you two were the original people that I was that I allowed to follow me on Instagram. And I, I feel like I, I feel like you I feel like you might I like me it. only in an online capacity because you you know we haven't we haven't ever hung out in real life yet. But I, I also love that Aaron, you made a public Instagram and then decided to never use it. Never use it. Never <laughs> use it. I was like, maybe I'll use it. 
Like, maybe I'll try. I just do not have the fucking energy. I, I do very <laughs> much dislike social media. Social media is part of my, like, full-time career. Like, it's a fact. Yeah, I was like, you do it for work. <laughs> right. So, therefore, it, like, kind of sucks the fun out of it sometimes. So, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I that's, that's true. That's it. true. It, it, it's like when people tell you, it's like when people know you're, like, really into a hobby. And, like, oh, like, you should try to turn this into a job. And it's like, well, no, like. Then and I probably wouldn't like shot. it as much. Yeah. Right, like, right. yeah. I don't do actual well, like, content creation like Monty, anymore, but yeah, behind the scenes, I can't do it. Well, Monty, there, there, there's Sorry. a gym nearby me that's looking for an Olympic weightlifting coach. You should totally apply and ruin <laughs> one of your favorite hobbies. Right. I'm not, you also, yeah. Also, I'm not a coach. I would also ruin people trying to get into the sport. <laughs> right. right. Um, <laughs> So I just thought of a good one. I know we, we've gotten off topic on this fucking garnish. But I think that Aaron Donald oh, God. Would, would be linked to Army Hammer. They're into some like freaky <laughs> weird ass shit. There's, you, there's something there. You, you choke them, I'll eat them. <laughs> Look, Aaron, I always knew that you would lead us to the promised land after fuck 40 you. minutes oh, of wandering the you. desert. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Aaron. Hey, Aaron, you choke him out. I'll eat him. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I understand that you guys are worried about the Saints two-pronged wide receiver room, but I personally am doubting Thomas. Oh. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this. There's. I can't do it. God damn it. There is. I will. Okay. I will say this. The uh, some of these puns have been so arcane, but they've been able to make us drink the entire. Oh the entire my god. <laughs> Look, okay, because I, I work in the dairy industry, I, I, I I'm just gonna preemptively drink for whatever you're about to say. I'm gonna preemptively drink. For whatever you're about to say. <laughs> I, I have to be conversational in a second language, and I could ask you guys questions as if I was speaking to one of my Mexican coworkers, but nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Oh my god oh my god i don't even know what to say fuck you doesn't even feel like enough <laughs> okay no all bits aside are we impressed that monty and i have come up with these like three layer puns <laughs> this deep into the podcast? like like I... like shit that like i feel like you guys are like unlocking like some like trauma I have from CCD class from when I was like 15, oh. not even 15, like 10. I feel like you guys are like, and you're like, I, I feel like I'm going to like have to talk to my therapist about this. <laughs> All right. So this is the, this is normally when we do a status check. So we're, we're 90 minutes in. We've only done like three fucking days. We have to keep going. We have to keep going, but we, we we're, we'll cut it off at like, it, we got like 15 more minutes. All right, so who would you guys think would be a good pairing that they started dating for Mark Murphy? My king. Um, Other than me. Um, like the uh, abominable the, snowman. Is that a celebrity? 
Who? Th- that's a the good abominable snowman. Oh. <laughs> the 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 abominable snowman from the ski free game on like Windows ninety five. Oh, I was that? thinking like I was thinking like the Bugs Bunny one where he's like a stupid. No way. Ski free is the one. That's okay, the ultimate. So, so for me, it is the puppeteer who controlled Howdy Doody because he would help Murphy <laughs> with his public speaking. How old are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm the oldest one here. I'm are not making a Howdy Doody. Years old? <laughs> okay, but tell me, Mark Murphy is not just the sentient version of the Howdy Doody puppet. I guess yeah, that's here would no, you're right. Something I have to Google. He would speak better I am in public. Not a hundred years old. No, oh, you're God, right though. You are oh, right. My God, he is. Yeah, that's that's facts. <laughs> that is facts. Like I am, I am literally watching Aaron Google Howdy Doody. <laughs> I'm. It's very unsettling, in in many many layers. <laughs> it. So yeah, that's 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 to me Mark Murphy's perfect pairing is the puppeteer for Howdy Doody would fix his awkward public speaking. <laughs> yeah, that, fair enough. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I would say Miss Piggy naturally. Ooh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah Pig- this... like it's it's not even close. That's, right, that's, that's, there's nothing else. By, right. by a I mean, at at this point, he might want. Uh whoever a QB whisper is, because he hasn't had a great start to this season. They yeah, almost lost to the, pretty bad this season, yeah. they almost lost to the Jags last week. They almost started 0-2. <laughs> they have the ultimate okay. get right hey, game though. I'm gonna bring Sunday. back I, I'm I'm gonna bring back the early two thousands throwbacks. Do you guys remember Sesamia Street? Yes, no Sesamia yes! Street. Sesamia. Yeah. The the audio that you found on I forgot what we were yes I forgot what we were doing today's today's, the the letter of today is bong (laughs) (laughs) yes so yeah Kermit the Frog uh, Patrick Holmes reminded me of Sesame Street for some of the younger listeners who have somehow made it this far into the podcast Google. Sesame Street. Yes, it'll change your life. That I I I remember downloading that on LimeWire. Yeah, it was LimeWire. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh man. Okay, to show my age, I downloaded Sesame Street dot MP three on BearShare. Oh, BearShare was good too. No, uh, the 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 letter the letter was <clears throat> joint. It was not long. It was joint. Oh, that's that that not a letter. It is a word. Yeah, yeah. the letter of the day was joint. <laughs> I had, I had, uh, I had LimeWire for a while. I had BearShare. I had never had BearShare. Kaza. Kaza. I had Kaza. or Kaza. Do you so, remember Aries? I had Aries. So- I, had like, I remember Aries. Which had like chat rooms, which was so, my introduction so. to perverts on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Set you up for 2023 where there are so many. <laughs> so my 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 order of operations here was uh I had OG Napster. Okay. And I had uh music music spy shortly thereafter Napster. Anybody and have Winamax? I moved on to that. I, I, I had Winamax in in a in a bit in the middle there after that i had kazaa after kazaa i had limewire uh, morpheus was also in there at some point but then i remember 
LimeWire was my last one, and I used LimeWire to pirate LimeWire Pro. <laughs> and then LimeWire, LimeWire Pro was my last one until I got into so torrents. It, oh, did, when, when, when you used LimeWire to torrent LimeWire Pro, did it break your computer? <laughs> that was, no, like that's the ultimate virus collection. Like thir- no, I was going to say using using LimeWire to download LimeWire Pro, it actually like cured me of 30 viruses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel like I feel like we should call it. We're at an no, hour we, 40. We get we we have we, there's like I got like 3 on my mind. All right. Okay. Number 1. All right. We we said a couple of weeks ago we have to start dragging this motherfucker and we because he deserves it. He's our new Dan Schneider, Jim Ursay. Oh, okay. He's, he's he partnered up with Jim Ursay would partner wait, up. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold, hold up. Why are we dragging Jim Ursay? There are so many reasons. He's the worst owner now that Snyder's but, but, gone. No, right. But, no, but Jim Ursay is not the worst owner. Because Jim Irsay is the reason that we got rid of Snyder. Because Snyder was like, yeah, that's I true. dirt on everybody. Yeah. And Jim Irsay goes, my dirt is public. Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good point. Ir- Irsay was like, uh, I have a tweet about point. Sarah Palin's feet I, not deleted. Right. I will say, I do not think Jim Irsay is the worst owner. I still think it goes to the Haslam's. And then I think in second, it is the Cardinal's. Um, and then I think it's Ursay, but the way he's handled the JT situation, but also he's just, he, he deserves to get dragged. Nobody, we don't, nobody drags him. Jim Ursay, Jim Ursay is partnered up with the former offensive line coach of the Miami Dolphins because he's a good Coke plug. (laughs) (laughs) That video of the, him snorting Coke on his desk was incredible. Incredible. why would you but, even record that? Not bro? Only, Especially because but not that only was not he, long after the Laramie Tunsil bong. Yeah. Oh, but he's not only snorting coke, he's literally sending a personalized video to his mistress that mistress. I'm thinking about you, baby. And then he does a line. <laughs> she must ask for it. it She's is like, amazing. I need dirt on this dude. I need dirt on this dude. That is that is Riz on a totally different level. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Um, but I think Jim Irsay would be hooked up with the CEO of SeaWorld, personally. <laughs> because he, he killed the he killed the, the orca. He didn't he was trying to save it, but it died, which is very much like SeaWorld, where they yeah. try to save and they all fucking die. <laughs> Okay, because I straight up thought you were going to be like, I bet Jim Irsafe wants to fuck a dolphin. <laughs> he might. I mean, I mean, whom's among us? <laughs> I, I'd, I'd fuck Mike McDaniel. <laughs> really? Like, yes. There are so many, uh, there are so many no, better... I said, okay, but, okay, but you... He's the only one I want to fuck. I, mean, <laughs> I would fuck him. A sense of humor is so like, we, like again, so fucking sexy. We, we've said this before on this show when talking about Mike McDaniel. It like it's a good thing that the Dolphins are actually like really good because like 
His shtick would not last right. if, if they it, weren't winning. I think oh, he would absolutely. get fired this and, year if they were bad. I think they'd yeah. be like, we're, we're done with this. He would not last in the NFL if they right. weren't good. Mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel Mike is my spirit animal in that he, he is the personification of the song Personality by Lynn, uh, by uh, uh, Lil Dicky featuring T-Pain. Where it is a song about dudes who are not good. Wait, did you say Lynn Dickey featuring T Pain? <laughs> I almost said Lynn Dickey, but I've had a lot. I'm gonna say Lil Dickey. <laughs> Lil I want to hear that track T-Pain. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn okay, Dickey had Lynn bars. Needs to write. Look, Lynn Dickey needs to write a book because I have to. I have to stand for Chester Markle's book so often <laughs> that Lynn Dickey needs ones just so I have something else to so talk you can, about. So you can stop talking about Chester Markle's book. Uh, <laughs> also, you should read Chester Markle's book. It's really good. It's called Alive and Kicking. You should... <laughs> I don't believe it's really good because you're laughing as you tell me it's really good. I thought this was going to be a setup for okay. another religion <laughs> joke, honestly. I, I'm not setting up for a religious joke. To be dead serious, Chester Markle wrote a book. It's called Alive and Kicking. It's about his struggles with uh, learning the NFL, learning English. He literally did not move to the U.S. until he was like 14. He didn't yeah. speak English. He learned English through football. He, he had a lot of stress. He was a second-round kicker. People forget that. Uh yeah, go read Chester Markle's book. It's called The Lion Kicking. That, it's awesome. That kind of sounds Old Testament to me. <laughs> God damn you. Sorry, I got excited. Devo just scored a touchdown. Are those the first points? Are those the first points you've gotten in fantasy this year? <laughs> no, I actually won last week. My running backs all had like 25 or more points, and I had three running backs. Fucking yeah, I, I so got 30 points. I, I did we're well obviously last. recording. We're recording on Thursday during the game. Like the the 49ers on this drive converted two third and longs on screens. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and Debo just scored a touchdown. So he just I have 25 so, points with him right now. Shout outs to Maggie Loney. Yeah. Um, she invited me to a dynasty league. Yep. Where Tom Grossi beat me by two points last week. <laughs> Or Grassi, whatever the hell you say his last name. <laughs> so I am not part of the Grassi Posse because that <laughs> some bitch barely beat me and did not deserve it. I am playing Maggie's husband this week. He's going to kick my ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mark, Aaron, Mark, this is, Mark, this is the, Mark's Mark, team is fucking stacked. This is the first year Aaron has like okay. played fantasy football ever, and ever, she, ever. she's not That's having cool. beginner's luck. It is. I, I have Jerry Judy who missed <laughs> also, week one. Christian Watson missed week one. I fucking got and two. Taylor. Yeah, and two. I got Jonathan Taylor. I drafted Cam Akers. I'm a fucking mess. And then DeAndre Swift who had a great game look. last week, but week one they were like, we're going to share the load with all four of our running backs. I'm like, what the are you doing? How? Okay. It's a mess. Aaron. Aaron, you are a phenomenal human being. I love you to death. But also, Mark Loney is a amazing person, and I will not allow slander I don't of care. Mark Loney in front of No. Me. 
I know. No I, Mark Loney slander in the, like, on this show. I feel like I, I love Mark. I love Maggie and Mark. They're the best human beings on the planet. Um, the, I the, the Loneys are the best power couple in all of NFL fandom. The best. I, oh, I love. They're them the best so human beings ever. No, I, brain, brainstorm. We need to have one of the Loneys on this show. I have already drunk messaged Maggie after oh, show perfect. and invited her on, and very embarrassingly invited her on, and she said she would totally be up for it. So perfect. Look forward to that at some point. <laughs> also, we have Maggie will be not be on because he will kill all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but Maggie would be a way better guest than me. I don't know why you guys had me on instead of her. That is, I don't know. You <laughs> probably should. Um, call it <laughs> yeah right we're at what we're an hour 50 okay so yeah. if you are still listening matt pickett and anyone else <laughs> let us know what your nfl and celebrity significant other pairing would be also yeah. give us any of your best religion puns i i do feel guilty that we focus on christianity i only got in one you got that christian guilt i get it i got that christian guilt i did get in one vishnu joke so yeah. I'm more cultural than both of you combined. Okay. Oh. I, I, I love that you specifically addressed Matt Pickett, knowing that he was still going to be included in the show at this point, because yeah. we on reporting is eligible also reference Matt Pickett. <laughs> yes. the show. Oh, we love Matt Pickett. He's like <laughs> so fucking he's our historian officially. Yes. If we have a question about like yep. if we've done this garnish before, if we've done this drinking rule before, like we're like, hey Matt, because he'll remember because we can't because we're always we, we pay him <laughs> annually five cents. <laughs> so so i got i got invited on to hey i like your pod which by the way i had a phenomenal time that is a great yes. podcast yep um where i referred to their podcast which i do listen to i refer to it as militant positivity yes and it is like that is the best they yes. they are so aggressively positive they, they are hyper positive yes Hey, I like your pod is an hour of just pure feel-good Packers content every week. You anyone who's this deep in the podcast, if you aren't subscribed to Hey, I like your pod, you need to be. Yeah, if you if you are feeling negative and down about anything in the, in any given week, if you listen to that if you listen to an episode of that show, you will feel better about your week because they it is impossible to upset either Don or Matt Pickett. It is just not possible. You can't do it. But they they are both lovely human beings. They put out good content. They just yeah go go subscribe to them. It's great. If you if yes you, go do I, it. I would I would describe it as if you want to get into heaven, listen to that show. If you want to get into hell, listen to us. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> solid. Okay. Solid. Monty this is literally my fifth glass of bourbon. <laughs> or another one. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I like how you say that, and you've made 90% of the goddamn jokes. Don't I, me, I, I will say, Matub and I have carried this episode in terms of puns and reverences. I know, like, which I'm... And I, I feel, I, I again, I feel Look, empowered is, that I'm not outnumbered. No. <laughs> it is going to take me 40 days and 40 nights to recover from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, 
All right. Well, we will be back. Uh, yeah. Um, on the line of picket, he's a devout listener. That's all I got. That's that's we my will... fucking joke. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah. You had to get that in at the end. Can you squeeze it in? We will be back next week. Wait, I don't remember. I, I don't think we're gonna be back next week because the there's oh, that's a true. on Thursday. Yeah, that's true. So we might be skipping next week. I think we'll we be are back. because okay. we have a very strict schedule because yes. we have episode number sixty nine. We are bringing yes, back that's somebody. So yes. like yeah, we're skipping next week just to just to work that schedule out because episode sixty nine is a special one. Yeah, so yeah, we will not we will not have a show ahead of the Lions game on Thursday, but hopefully after that we will be back after a win, two in a row. With not the tub, I can tell you With that no- right <laughs> fucking now. <laughs> okay, so do you guys do you guys know what what you're supposed to call sixty eight? No. No. What well, you, you see, a sixty eight is uh, you do me, and I owe you one. I'll drink for that. <laughs> Cheers to that. Fucking A. Fucking A. But, so yeah, we will be back after the Lions game, hopefully after two straight wins. But until then, well, pray. Well, we should probably pray. If you fuck look- you. Fuck you. You just, <laughs> after- say, you just say pray. <laughs> I was going to say, after you listen to this episode... Pray for your to have your sins forgiven for listening to this. Um, but we will see well, you in a couple wait, weeks. Okay, let's pull back. Um, Matub, where can we find you? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're nobody's listening. Okay, but yeah. So, so you <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Call Me Matub. You can find me on Acting Packing Company. Call me uh, just Matub on there. I actually, we're just, just comment on any yeah comment on any, any articles, all the hateful shit. Comment on any shit. article. <laughs> And he has I, okay, comment on any article, and and if you're a dumbass, I actually have to read it contractually. <laughs> um, it's his job to read um, it. <laughs> um, but also, you can find me on my public Instagram at Matublifts. Oh, kiss my ass! Because my private Instagram is my private Instagram is at Call Me Matub, and which I actually use on like oh, Aaron's I private that was Instagram. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I felt like that was a slight at me. <laughs> I don't, to be fair, I don't even use my private Instagram anymore. I'm so fucking lazy. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I am at Ferdturgeson, F E R D underscore T U R G E S O N. And you can also find me on Fridays on Packaday Podcast with Nathan Marzian and Shanna Quinn. And every other Saturday, you can find me on Watching Stuff with Aaron and Dusty Evely. Tune in to us this weekend on Saturday. We are doing Amazing Spider-Man. It's mm-hmm. a bad movie, but a good show. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, it was no, solid. You didn't. It was above no, average. You didn't. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than what the fuck we just watched. Yes, Spider-Man yeah, better, 3. Than, better than Spider-Man Three. A masterpiece compared to that. Yeah. Look, uh, there is a... there is not a goddamn thing wrong with Spider Spider-Man Three. <laughs> oh God! Which one? The Spider-Man Three? Then, if you like it. Yeah, we should have had you on that episode. Um, no, I, I don't. I, I do not like Spider-Man Three for clarification. I just happened to see it in theaters when it had just come out. Yeah, you Aaron, got the nostalgia. I feel like I shared with you that that one story of like when I was seeing it in the theater. There's a good chance you have, but I have the brain of a fucking goldfish, so I don't remember. <laughs> 
So it, it, it's when when uh, Tobey Maguire hits Mary Jane. Yep. Do you remember that story? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Oh my god, my drunk brain. I do remember you just telling me this. <laughs> share, share with the class. But yeah. It, oh, oh, okay. So I saw Spider Man three opening weekend in the theater, and and Spider Man two. It also it needs to be said. Spider Man Two is a phenomenal piece of cinema. Yeah. Not even Drunk Brain. Spider Man Two is great. Yes, and so one of the best superhero movies ever. For Spider Man Three, there's a point in Spider Man Three where Peter is fighting in a bar and he turns around and backhands Mary Jane, kind of on accident, kind of not. Yeah. Okay, but it, and I feel like the she whole theater, it, but whatever. <laughs> well, so the whole theater is silent. There, there's mm. ev- everyone is just in shock, mm-hmm. and then one dude in the back of the theater goes, "Finally, <laughs> right. she fucking." You know what? I don't condone domestic violence, but <laughs> but he was a villain in that fucking look, series. But, look, look. Okay. By the time he is in the jazz club, they are broken up. That is technically not domestic violence. <laughs> right. It's just regular violence. Right. They were just that's in right, a bar. He was in a bar. Right the and she, she inserted herself into a fight. She was fair game. So, yeah. All right, Aaron. Anyways, you're you the only on one. Twitter, yeah, we're going to find you. If you're still fucking here. If you're still fucking here, tweet the word penis to me because my tub's been putting on the chat all fucking night. So just tweet penis and then I'll know that you I am literally your DMs are about to the word penis. One, two, three, five I times. I put the word penis like ten times into the chat. Your DMs are about to blow up. I know. Just so you know. <laughs> but if uh yeah you can find me on twitter and then watching stuff as monty mentioned and um we will see you in probably two weeks i don't think we're doing anything next week maybe maybe we'll do a spaces if that's still a thing i don't fucking know we'll figure <laughs> it out <laughs> but go pack go. not a regular show next week so we will see you in two weeks go pack go Peace.